Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following podcast was recorded on July 3rd. 2021 between 2 10 p.m. and 2 35 p.m. Events occur in real time. about you but here on post show recaps we're having the worst day ever it's worst day ever it's the 24 season one recap podcast on post show recaps i'm josh wiggler and i am joined here uh by someone who is riding in a car with someone she does not completely understand thank god i'm not emily fox how are you emily I'm good. I'm distressed. Emily is... Okay, so it's the 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. episode of 24. So much just happened in this hour. So much just happened in this hour. Finally, Emily, I feel like we've reached an episode of 24 that is, like, more stressful itself than, like, the process of recording Worst Day Ever when we only have 24 (laughs) minutes to do it. Yeah, no, I feel like this really kicked it up a notch in terms of plot lines and things happening and us seeing some real action and understanding sort of how the needle gets threaded in a lot of this first few hours. Stories are colliding. Uh, yes. It's very traumatic. It's very stressful. I was telling you before we started the episode, I was like, you won't pay attention to this one. This one, you're going to have a lot of feelings like about. Like, I don't at all. No, them, I know, but I was like, you. Re- I think you're really going to like this one. Can I get the preemptive letter grade? Where does this one rank for you? What if I was like B plus? Yeah, it's not going to be a B plus. Yeah. No, I don't know yet. Let, let's, let's, let's talk, talk it we'll, through. We'll talk yeah. it through. Many reveals, uh, some deaths. Uh, there's a death. There's some death. There's some people are <sighs> there not. Death. Some people are not exactly who they claim to be. We will talk about all of that. And we will do it. A lot of death and deception. We will do it within 24 minutes. Of course, uh, when we get to episode eight, we'll stop down for a longer episode with the feedback. So get that in. Send it my way. Josh at postshowrecaps.com. Or you can hit us up in the worst day ever channel. On the post show recaps patron discord it is early in the month we would love your support if you would be able to sign up that would be absolutely incredible great community Do there it. people talking yeah, 24 cool. patreon.com slash post show recaps you get a weekly movie podcast with me and emily fox probably don't have time to keep hyping this up patreon.com slash post show recaps that's all i'm gonna say all right emily fox Let's go. Let's do this thing or as uh, there are people out there who really love it when you say hurry 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 uh, I mean, we're not there. Hurry it up. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> hurry, hurry. I'd really just like to take another quick. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, it's 5 a.m. Oh it's 5 a.m. Yes. as we launch into this episode. And we are exhausted. No one has brushed their teeth yet, but it's time to start getting ready for, for a breakfast, a very important breakfast. Sun's not up quite yet, but we're getting no. there by the end of the episode. It's 5 a.m. when we begin, and Janet is crashing, Emily. <laughs> uh, 
right where we left right off. Right where we left off. She's not doing great. Um, no. Emily, no, she's not doing well. Someone in the operator operating room says something, uh, and I heard you like cackling as soon as we started the episode with Janet crashing. Uh, and I heard you say, did she just say she's in Beantown? Yeah, I couldn't understand what they were saying, but basically they were checking her vitals. She was flatlining, so and, they go uh, in to kind of like see if they can, you know, kickstart the heart a little bit. Yeah. One, two, three, clear kind of move. Oh, we love that uh, move. Like, what is it called? It's a one, two, three, clear. We love that kind no, of move. No, you're using a defibrillator. Right. Like, what do you call that? You call like, it the one, two, three, clear. We love that yeah. kind of move. Okay. Um, yeah, we're trying to bring her back. Yeah. And you were yeah. like, did someone say she's in Beantown? And that's what it sounded I imagine like. It was probably the, them saying, like, she's flatlining. Like, <laughs> I imagine the bag lady returning. Doesn't look good. Um, <laughs> she's in Beantown. She can come here anytime she wants. She's in Beantown and the yolk's Tell on her you. Tell she's available. Tell her I'm available. <laughs> She's in Beantown. The yolk's on you. Go to Shell. All right. So Jack is oh calling God. in. Is, is Janet out of surgery? <laughs> Same old shit. Different hour. A broken record. Yeah. This guy. He does say to Terry, like, don't tell anybody, but I think she's in danger. Uh, keep this between us. I'm coming there. And soon. Terry's like, "What are you talking about? She just showed up at the hospital because yeah, she, she got hit by a car, stabbed by a needle. Ki- you know, ki- almost killed by so many different people. She's, fine. she's not in danger. She's, she's safe now." Um, Jack rolls up to CTU. Do you know about the American healthcare system? You are not safe in the hospital. Jack rolls Sorry. up to CTU. He's got the dead body in the car. He brings it to Nina. He says it's all connected to Palmer. You got to ID this person. And Nina looks at the body. She goes, "Ew." Oh yeah, God, it's so hideous. There's- That's a gnarly discovery to yeah. have, and then to have to bring in and actually look over as uh, a forensic. It's team. nasty, uh, the- but it's got to be done. They say they didn't. Le- she says didn't leave much of his face. Is what she says. Yeah, his teeth have been pulled. His fingertips are gone. It's a grisly sight. Jack has requisitioned a helicopter for personal use. He says, "Don't tell anyone I did this." This is cool. This also explains his ten minute uh, status, where he's like, "I'll be there in ten yeah, minutes." Yeah, it makes so much more sense to he me. He called a like, house gun drive. He called a quickly. he called a blade, uh, mm. and uh, Tony is watching. He's like, "What the hell?" Jack's just now he's just like actually now he's just renting out helicopters. Nina, that's Josh, not cool. Okay, he was talking a little louder than a whisper because the chopper was loud. I don't want to blow so out people's like, ears, but he's like, "I don't hey, either." But- hey, <laughs> Nina, yeah, this isn't cool. <laughs> She's like, Tony, could you just shut up for a second? He's like, I'm just trying to help you out. She's like, when I need your help, I'll ask for it. Tony's like, But he's all right, had it. All right. He's had enough. Yeah. Emily, uh, I have this in my notes. Emily bellowed, Tony Almeida has had enough. Yeah. yeah. He has. Uh, I feel like you're starting to understand Tony's exasperation a little bit. I mean, as somebody who really appreciates rules, yeah. I totally get yeah. it. Yeah. He's like, he's breaking all the protocols. What the hell? That's what I'm like on a regular Why can't basis. I do that? That's not cool. Yeah. Um, these are the rules. At 5.05 in the morning, Ira Gaines gives Rick a shovel. Bury your friend. Where? In the ground? Is what he says. <laughs> I love Gaines. Gaines is like exasperation is so great. Now bury your friend. Where? In the ground? It's just yeah. a great, great line. Um, I mean, that's a fair question, though. I'd be like, do you want it to be like closer? To and the you want it to be close to the there? compound? You want it to be yeah. out of sight? Uh, like, because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, maybe you're going to like feel uncomfortable if there's just like the mound here. And do we have a designated? Do we have a great like, bodies? do we have yeah. like a pit? Is there a pit? Yeah. Um, you don't want to do the wrong thing for this guy. Yeah. Kim's like, Rick, we got to get out of here. Rick's like, shut up. I'm not ready to talk about this. At 506.37, Carl, good to see you. Carl shows up. Uh, and Palmer uh, uh, has like this kind of big ta-da. He's like, all right, so here's what I have figured out. Keith definitely is involved in this. I believe Maureen Kingsley. I know something's up. 
there's falsified records. The only person who could do that is you, Carl. And Carl's like, yeah. So totally. That. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely it. Uh, and he's yeah. and he's like, I never want to see you again. I never want you to come near my family. Uh, and uh, Carl's like, well, uh, before you finish crucifying me, save some nails for your wife. Uh, and Palmer's like, oh, don't tell me. Yeah. Oh, no. So David Palmer's set. Yeah, he's like putting he's things together. He's the last to know. Yeah, he's putting things he's together. But he's finding out, yeah, he's been played for a fool. Mm-hmm. Sherry Palmer seems to uh, know uh, about the Keith situation. He will yeah. uh, talk to her more about that in a little There's bit. There's no amount of tea sipping or bathrobe wearing that will get her out of this situation. No, recently. not really. Um, At no. 5.14.52, Kim is now going to be like, Rick, let me help you bury Dan. She's like, he's like, please leave me alone. She's like, I'm going to pick up a shovel and I'm going to help. He's like, fine, I'm going to stop shuffling for a while because I'm a little yeah, tired. I'm going to take a break and smoke. Yeah. I, like, that's so Smoke unfair. break, smoke break. Yeah, um, definitely make the victim shovel. Yeah, he's stressed out and he's like, none of this is supposed to happen. I can't believe it. And she's like, well, Rick, you can feel sorry for yourself all night or you can help me figure out how to not die. Uh, and Rick's like, I guess that's a good idea. Emily Fox at this point calls Rick the eternal wingman. He has no original ideas. Yeah, he doesn't have any direction whatsoever. He waits to take. Can someone tell me? Can someone please tell me what to do? Yeah, he he doesn't know how to you know have his own agency in this. No, he should uh, gets promoted, freaked out. He's just been from. Well, in fairness, he was promoted because his friend was shot right in front of him. Um, I mean, this is a trauma traumatizing. It is. Um, At five sixteen twenty nine, Jack Bauer has arrived at the hospital and he reunites with Terry, and the two of them have like a very intense like uh, uh pda moment where like he like I hated it he like grabs her by the cheeks they like have this really uh very intimate kiss it's like touching the it. back of her I head hate it. i hate it i'm so glad that you do because i have long maintained and this may be just like such a strange take like Kiefer sutherland is like the least believable kisser in like film and tv <laughs> I think that like I mean, when I Kiefer Sutherland footage before I can make a judgment call like that, but okay, it, I always, trust it you. always feels very chilling and weird, and it feels like uh, like uh, the way that like Jeff Probst on Survivors like explain to me what a brother is like whenever there's like a family visit, and it's like he's never heard of like a loved one before. Uh, yeah. I get the sense that like Jack Bauer, uh, ha- like that Kiefer Sutherland has like no like a very alien sense of like human connection it is so it is so uncomfortable and he like he kisses her and goes i'm so sorry yeah like it's too much oh my god terry also like you're not terry i'm so sorry like a loving reunion like your daughter is missing Mm -hmm. he knows that like it's much more dire than what terry has been led to believe Janet is still in surgery, basically flatlining last time we checked, yes, right? Yes. And they like have a moment to like do like a double lip like it's, kiss it's, thing. It's a lot. It's a lot. He also it's a lot. Well, here's here's my take. He kind of looks like the guy that like goes in for the kiss and misses or like gets your nose yes. part of it, like over over compensates. Except I a think he bit. might think that's where you're supposed to go. That's <laughs> <laughs> kind of my thought. Like, we don't like that. Wait, I'm not supposed to kiss the nose. Uh, yeah, like you don't have an embrace that intense. Yeah. I can understand like a really impassioned hug or something yeah. like that. Like, where were you? Yeah. Like, come on. And like, let's figure this out. But like, not like a really like sexy little kiss. A sexy like, little no kiss. Oh my God. That. We have a little less than 14 minutes. All right. Okay. So, hurry. Okay. Go. So, so Jack is like awkwardly kissing uh, Terry. He needs to like talk to, to Janet. He meets Alan. 
yes. and Jack starts like interrogating Alan where he's like, so you didn't know who these guys were. And Alan's like, uh, he's like, are you close with your daughter? And I was like, yeah, I'm close with my daughter. No, I didn't know who these guys are, but it sounds like you didn't either. And it's like, whoa, sick burn. I'm totally team yeah. Alan York for now. Um, <laughs> uh, so like Terry's like trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Like some guy, some like suspicious looking guy to Jack at least comes in with a bag. Jack like tackle him. He's like, I just have medicine for my sister. And Terry's like, yeah. what's going on? And Jack then hugs her really close again and goes, I'm so sorry. Yeah, uh, so like, it's really uncomfortable. It's very yeah, uncomfortable. It's weird. Um, at 51938, David Palmer confronts Sherry and she's like, yeah, I knew. And what's the big deal? I'm just trying to protect her family, you big dummy. And David's like, this, you can't. Uh, does Nicole know? She's like, yeah, everyone knows except for you, David. David. to be the last to know. Yeah, David is so mad. He's like, we're supposed to be a team. He's like, yeah, we are a team. You married me because I'm as ambitious as you. He's like, I married you because I loved you. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> and she says, will you be as angry at me as you want? But if we don't keep this from coming out, you're going to lose a lot more than the election. And David's like, mm-hmm. ooh. So like threat. Sherry Palmer, who's been like sipping tea in her nightgown all night long, is yeah. like, no, I don't I don't want you to say anything to anybody. And it's like, yeah. oh, this is going to be an issue. Uh, yeah, it is going to be an issue. Yeah. It's a huge issue. That's not something you sweep under the rug where you're like, well, a misjudgment. Yeah. No, your son could go Who to jail. Who is a misjudgment? Um, Emily, did you have uh, strong thoughts about Sherry Palmer in this episode? Very awake. She's she awake. awake the whole night. She's awake, and it seems like the character too is like, "I'm awake now. I know. No, well, I know. Yeah. I got to be in." On I'm this. trying to figure out what her breakfast order is going to be at this huge now. It seems like they've just been like eating little small bites all night long. <laughs> well, that's the only way to stay awake. Um, all right, so Kim and Rick are still talking, and Rick's like, "Dan always act like nothing could touch him. Look at him now." Uh, and Kim's like, "Yeah, I miss my mom." And Rick's like, "I wish I had a mom." Uh, and Kim's like, let's not take any time to like build sympathy for you. Uh, <laughs> and then Gaines shows, I was like, Kim, could you come with me, please? Uh, leave that shovel unless you plan to use it on me. Oh my. And then he God. also looks at Rick and says, when I come back, your friend better be in the ground. He loves talking about your friend better be in the ground, Dan or Rick, whichever one I killed. Like, I don't even he's care. He's not my friend. He's not my friend. He's dead. Um, at the hospital, um, Nina checks in with Jack. Says that the person who they have, like what they've gotten so far, is that like he died between eleven and twelve the previous evening. Um, mm. So this was a recent death. A recent death. It happened right before the show started. Uh, so Jack is going to uh, ask Terry to go on a walk and talk, and this is when he tells her, like, "There's a plot to kill David Palmer." Uh, I think they knew that I was working on the protection detail. They kidnapped Kim. It's totally my fault. And Terry, like, and Terry just loses it. Loses it. it. <laughs> Is that what she sounds like? Are you singing? Yeah, she, sound, she sounded just You're like, like that. the opera singer like- from The Fifth Element right now. <laughs> That's dope. Um, <laughs> well, no, she just becomes hysterical, which, you know, might be a lot of pent up emotion. She's been running around the last few hours trying to find her daughter, but it's also the kind of emotion that I probably would have had after like an hour of not finding Kim. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? For like sure. first episode, maybe second episode, yeah. beginning of the, the episode, you know? Uh, Keeper Sutherland holds Leslie Hope uncomfortably close as Jack Bauer tells Terry, I've been trying to keep a wall between my work and my family, and that wall is coming down. 
uh it's like wow relatable oh my god yeah yeah, yeah. work-life work-life balance is really yeah, when tr- our daughter got kidnapped i was so mad at <laughs> you you were Josh, furious with me related, it, was, it was definitely related to your podcast you were, you were so upset when that happened um he's insisting my hair was short i was really it mad. was a lot it was a lot yeah. you were running around with a guy who said that he was somebody who he was was actually it seems like a serial killer um so uh we're gonna talk about that in a second he says kim's okay they took her for a reason they're not gonna hurt her uh they go to commercial and when we come back terry is still sobbing in jack bauer's arms so this has been five minutes straight of just <laughs> emily that's <laughs> what is that oh my that's her <laughs> i know what you're trying to do um <laughs> At, uh, at at room Hurry. 1218, I know. Okay, we've got a little less than 10 minutes. Um, in room okay, 1218, uh, uh, Palmer goes to visit Chief of Staff Mike Novick, uh, played by Jude Sicilella, I believe is how you pronounce that, or Sicilella. Uh, and Emily goes, was he, uh, was he a Ferengi? I'm like, what? And you're like, yeah, Ferengi from Star Trek. I was like, I don't know. And you're like, let me Google. It's like, be careful Googling things from this show. You're like, I'm going to Google it the safe way. Um, yeah. And you uncovered that he was a Romulan. Uh, I what I did. Yeah, I had the hardest time just spelling his last name yeah. based on the phonetic uh, pronunciation I, you gave. I me. love this character very much. This is Mike. He's the chief of staff. He's like David Palmer's rider. Dies like David. This isn't good. I gotta be. Co- I gotta be really <laughs> honest with you. Like this is terrible. Like people are gonna we're be like, very upset. We're very upset this about this. This is a problem. It, it seems like there's this huge get ahead scandal. Of it, David. Get ahead of it. Yeah, I would say your textbook unelectable. And David's like, oh man, so I should quit. He's like, no, no. <laughs> Uh, so he's like, the good thing is you didn't know. And David's like, what does that say about me? Uh, oh, good David Palmer impression. Yeah, he's like, what, what about me? Uh, <laughs> and Mike Novick is like, we're going to get ahead of this. At the breakfast, it should be the first thing you say. And David Palmer's like, uh, but I don't know if my family's going to be on board. Mike's going to ruin some appetite. Mike's like, you better get your family on board. That better be your focus for the entirety of the next episode of the show because this breakfast is coming up quick. It's 540 in the morning, David. You got to get your ship right. Uh, so that is, uh, Mike Novick's marching orders to, to David Palmer. Um, meanwhile, Janet is out of surgery. She's in the ICU. Apparently she's conscious, uh, which is great. And so they, they're gonna go up, uh, to, uh, to the ICU. Um, Alan is going to be the one who goes in first to make sure that Janet is up for questions. Um, Jack is gonna get a phone call and he's like, oh, Nina's calling me. That was quick. Nina. And then she's like, uh, it's actually not Nina. It's me. It's Gaines. And uh, Gaines, the bad guy, is on the phone with Jack telling Jack to, like, do stuff. And Emily, this is, like, where you, like, you really leaned in. You're like, mmm. Yeah. Because clearly they're trying to get Jack out of the hospital. Yes. Um, And, like, obviously it's a it's a big diversion of some, you know, some some way. Yeah shape or form but uh you're seeing him back away from terry he's trying to keep it cool trying to act as he's, he's taking a business watching call, on but, the security camera he's like that's yeah. right jack i'm watching i know you. i said this is everyone who owns a nest camera or a baby <laughs> monitor in the last few years they get scared you put tape over your camera yeah. on your computer yeah. i get it yes you don't want someone like this calling and telling you what to do because they're watching you. yes uh, anyway so he starts like slowly backing out He's like the Kool-Aid man, like walking out of like the hole that he just created in Family Guy. Not quite, but sure. It's evocative. Anyway. Yes. Um, Then 
we see Alan. Yes. Okay. So it goes down, and Let's I've been, do it. I've been, Let's do I've it. been so hyped for oh this to God. happen. Um, uh, as Alan York, this daddy that Emily has been into for the last several hours. I wouldn't say I was into him. Emily. I think that if we go back and uh, scan the record, I think like people might uh, disagree. I would disagree. It sounds like you were kind of into him. Either way, uh, that's not Alan York. This is another guy. So it turns out that he was saying he's Alan York the whole time. He goes into the room with Janet. And as he goes in, as he steps in, I think you had the absolute proper reaction where you're like, everything is about to happen, is what yeah. Emily said. 100%. Uh, and he walks up to her and goes, hello, Janet. You've had a rough night, haven't you, Janet? And Janet uh, says something. And Emily, at this point, goes, is he, is, he gonna, is he a bad guy? And I was like, Emily, you're missing what she said. And you're like, what did she say? And I go, she said, who are you? And you're like, oh, and yeah. she goes, where's my father? And he kills her. He suffocates her. He, it's he like so mutes bad. the machines. No yeah, one can hear the flatlining. Yeah. It, and like, you can't even play dead in a scenario like this because you can watch the chart. She's, she, there's, there's, this no, is what I always think where I'm like, play dead. You play can't dead. play Just dead. Like, pretend you can't you play dead here. A little earlier. No, you can't play, you dead, can't here. play dead here. No, you can't. I also don't no. know how well that, anyway, uh, but he's, hey, it's an idea. It's an idea. Rather than just trying to die. You're throwing it out there. That's yeah. great, Emily. Um, she's dead. Alan York is not Alan York. Alan York is some other dude. Your reaction, yeah. Emily Fox, is a big twist. This is one of my favorite early season one 24 well, if twists. You, if you sort of walk back and sort of watch his interactions, especially with doctors and in the hospital, and, and the way he's very supportive of Terry. Yes. Building up on, on her really trusting him. Yes. You can definitely see the signs yes. of like okay this is not just like a concerned father that's driving all over the city at night like this is part of a more he's like babysitting plan. terry basically yes. um yeah it plays really well on rewatch it plays so well yes. because you just don't even think to question it yeah. until you're too close and then you're like no 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 yeah. no, 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 no. You, like you and it's gonna get worse yeah like you it's gonna get worse you see it like the moment it's too late and you're like mm -hmm. oh no like so it, it is yeah. it is really really well done but i could feel it when the doctor was like do you want to go in on there like alone? Do you want them? He's like, I do think that that would be best. I would rather you yeah. not be there while I killed her. No, 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 no. no. Uh, hey, everybody in med school, don't do that. What's crazy is go in with the person. What's crazy is that there's still 10 minutes uh, left of the episode at this point. Well, we only have like four minutes, so we got to rush. Go, go, uh, go, so, go, so, go. Uh, uh, Gaines on the phone, like makes Jack go into this silver Taurus. He makes him put an earpiece in. He puts Kim on the phone to prove she's alive. I'm alive. And then he like takes the phone away from her. And he says, all right, say something into the earpiece so I know I can hear you. And goes, if you hurt my daughter, I will kill you. And uh, Gaines goes, oh, oh, that's a nice clear signal. Yeah, uh, so he makes him throw his phone out the window. Um, and he tells him to go to the office like everybody else. He goes, CTU goes, that's where you work. Uh, so where we're left with Jack Bauer is Gaines is literally in his ear. So the bad guy story and the hero story have fully collided. And we're yeah. in some stuff that I really, really, really love. I love the Gaines and Bauer dynamic. I think yeah. this is going to be fun stuff for the next little while. And Kim returns back outside to Rick, who's like beginning to put Dan into the hole. Yes. He sh he's starting to shovel. She joins in and she's like, by the way, talk to my dad. Yeah. He's going to find us. He's going to find us. We got and this. And Rick's like, okay, this feels I guess. very improbable. But and right. she's like, Nah, it's fine. Oh my god! All right, teenage it, optimism. I tell you, I'm um, back at CTU. Um, Eric Balfour, the actor of Six Feet Under fame, talk about somebody being excited to see Emily someone. Fox. Uh, crushed really hard on Eric Balfour as a, as a teenager. I believe you yeah. used to call him Dirt Lip. Yeah, because he had a dirt lip in Six Feet Under. He just and had I watched one. Watched a yeah. bunch of Six Feet Under when I was babysitting across the street for the little girls. Um, 
for like a couple of yeah, years. Yeah, so he's so, here like, as a CTU contractor yeah. named Milo Pressman. He loves nuts. He eats nuts everywhere he goes. It's true. He eats like a jar of nuts. I feel like that's unsanitary in a forensic environment. Anyway, I'm sure. get excited because uh, Eric Balfour's in the house. I've been really hyped for you to see that dirt so is on the show. About it. When I saw his name in the billing, I was like, stop it right now. All right. We've got two minutes left. Um, so the sun is peeking up as Alan has taken Terry on the words like, oh, yeah, I've, uh, Janet's awake. She told me where they were being kept. You want to just like, well, I'll call the cops. You call Jack. We'll go. She's trying to call Jack. Not getting through. Nina calls Terry when she's in the car with Alan. It's like, yeah, I can't. Well, no, 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 no. They're going to go to the house that he got this. We have no time to clarify this. Uh, Nina, whatever, whatever, Nina calls, whatever. Nina, Nina calls. calls Terry and she says, hey, uh, yeah, can't get through to Jack. Can you just tell him when you when you reach him that the body we've identified, his name is Alan York. And Terry's like, shit, because I'm driving with this man who I believe to be Alan York. Uh, and this is the this is the climactic ending of the episode is that Terry is now alone in the car with this guy who we know has killed Janet. And now she knows is not Janet's dad. And that is the cliffhanger mm. ending here for the 5 and to 6 a.m. And you out. say, hey, pull over. I got to throw up. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, Emily did say out loud, Terry, come on, tuck and roll, tuck and roll, Terry. <laughs> uh, so we'll see how this shakes out. Jack Bauer has... But it's not good. It's not looking good. Jack has been commandeered. It doesn't look good. Uh, Jack has been commandeered <laughs> yeah. by the bad guy. Terry is now aware that she's been riding around with a monster. With a bad guy. With a bad guy. A lot of things are going on. Dirt Lip is on the show. It's the 5 to 6 a.m. hour. All right, Emily, letter grade. Give it a go. A plus. A plus for uh, episodes 5 to 6 a.m. on the board. We love to hear it. Send your feedback in for that episode 8 feedback show. We want to hear from you. Josh at PostShowRecaps.com. Follow Emily on Twitter at Emily. Do not spoil 24 for Emily. Uh, send me the uh, the email again. Josh at PostShowRecaps.com. We'll be back next week with the 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. This thing's only escalating. Fox, it's going to get crazier. I'm sweating. All right. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.